Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson-Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And today I am so thrilled to introduce a new segment that we're going to be doing on a regular basis. And today is the introduction to the Authority Gang. Now, over about the last six-ish, seven-ish, eight-ish months, somewhere in around there, the four of us have started to connect. And I'm going to introduce the three of them in a moment. But we started to connect and we realized that we, the four of us, wanted to work together on things. One of the things that I teach in becoming an authority is building that tribe and building your network. But one of the specific areas is developing that group of people who are at the same level of business as you. People that you can collaborate with and share with and grow together with. It reminds me of people like Jim Rome, Zig Ziglar, uh, Les Brown, Bob Proctor. What most people don't realize is back when they were starting and speaking and teaching and mentoring, they were all doing it in around the same time. And they got to meet each other and they got to know each other. And they actually worked together behind the scenes on many things together and they helped each other out. They developed a good, strong friendship that survived the years. And I know for a fact about this because I had interviewed Dr. Ona Brown, Les Brown's daughter. She had told me a story of when Les Brown first had cancer. And Jim Rohn called her house and he said, I want to come see Les. I want to be there for Les. And he had, he had Dr. Ona in tears because, you know, they had worked together and collaborated together over the years. And now, you know, Les is in one of the worst states. People were still asking things of him and, you know, wanting things from him. And Ona's like, he's got to heal. And here comes Jim Rohn not asking for anything. He says, I will do anything you need to do. I will drop everything. I will cancel everything. If you need me, I will be there for you. And so, you know, when you're building a a business, when you're an entrepreneur, you need those good, strong relationships with those people who are on the same level of you and is building at the same time. And so that's why we started the Authority Gang. And so today I'm so pleased to introduce to you Crystal Duku, Carol Boston, and Samantha King. And over the next upcoming months, we're going to be doing a segment each month on this podcast, and we're going to be talking about building authority from many different angles. 
And I'm going to allow each of them to introduce themselves. Each of them is a specialist in their own area. And uh, you are going to get tremendous value as you listen to these ladies. So, Crystal, will you introduce yourself first to us? Great. Thanks, Kim. So my name is Crystal, and I am a social media manager. I have my own company called Imagery Mentors. And what I do, I work with entrepreneurs and small businesses to really grow their presence online and to share their message to a wider audience, right? And in today's world, especially, it is so needed. And it's so great because you can reach so many more people nowadays than you could long ago if you were doing traditional marketing. So I love doing that. And I love helping others really get their message out there. So I've been, I've started this business five, five plus years ago. So for all my life, I, oh, I grew up in a, in a family that had a lot of entrepreneurs, but I did go the regular route. But I always knew that I wanted to take control of my own situation, my own life and my own path. So then eventually I stepped out five years ago and it's been a great, it still is a great learning experience. But one of the things that I love the most is that I've been meeting so many other great entrepreneurs along the way and learning from these other three right here, learning from them as well. So Crystal, tell us a little bit more about yourself personally. Where are you from? Where are you currently living? You know, maybe just a couple of things about you personally. So I grew up in, well, I was born in Trinidad and Tobago. I lived there for 20 years. I'm an only child. And then at the age of 20, I decided that I had to study in New York of all places. I've been here 16 years now. So I live in New York City. It is very exciting. It's, it's everything people say New York is tough. It's hard, but it's also exciting. You know, you become friends with the rats on the street because they don't bo- bother you. You don't bother them kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I live here. I, I go back and forth a lot to visit my family. Well, pre-COVID times, it's really become like my second home in this city and just learning a lot from it and enjoying the energy from it. Awesome. Thank you, Crystal. Carol, would you give us your introduction, please? Absolutely. And the first thing I'm going to say is I'm the total opposite of Crystal. The rats are not my friends. <laughs> and, and Crystal and I have had many talks and I'm like, man, it sure is noisy there. And she goes, the noisier it is, the better I sleep. I'm your suburbs girl who wears earplugs. Like it's got to be quiet for me to sleep. So no rats and no noise. That's me. My name is Carol Boston. I was actually born in West Texas, out in Lubbock, Texas, grew up in Louisiana. I'm a big LSU Fighting Tiger fan. I was very blessed to go to LSU on a tennis scholarship and then have a, a short professional career uh, amongst a lot of injuries. How I got here is actually initially was trusting in someone else's vision for me. I was going through a divorce in the spring of 1987. Uh, my car caught on fire. The story, whole story is too long for now, but my car caught on fire. I ended up getting a new car, going to Dallas. And my second cousin, who was head of personnel for Neiman Marcus, taught me how to buy the Navy suit and the pearls, and I went on interviews. I knew I didn't want to be a tennis teaching professional my entire life. And believe it or not, my background degree is in criminal law. How did I get here, right? (laughs) So um, that was back when the government was breaking up AT&T and the baby bells, and I got hired by a company called Metromedia Communications. This is when Sprint came to life and MCI and all these big companies. Well, as this lady would have it, she wanted me to be introduced, excuse me, interviewed by her boss. And when her boss interviewed me, she said, I'll see you in Miami in a week. And I said, no, you won't. I'm interviewing in Dallas. Now, I needed a job, folks. I needed a job. 
I was interviewing in Dallas. My friends from the tennis tour were in Dallas. My family was close by. And she said, I need somebody really strong in a week. And I pushed back again. I mean, how many of you would be pushing back if somebody offered you a job, right? Crazy. And I said, how do you know I'm strong? I've never done this before. And she kind of stepped back and said, just trust me and be there in a week. And so I did. And that turned into a very successful 27-year sales career for Fortune 100 companies. So one of the things I teach and talk on and I help my clients with is that sometimes you have to trust in someone else's vision for you until you can believe it for yourself. And I do that for my clients. Together, I hold the, we hold the vision so I can help them throw an anchor into their future and they can let go of their story from the past. So I've taken that discipline of tennis, the fun, people don't think it's fun, the fun of a sales career, and I've turned it into a coaching and professional speaking business. And as a business leadership coach, um, established female business owners and a few good men, they hire me to help them know their value, own their power, and advocate for themselves so they can rise up and become the lion and lioness leaders they were created to be. And this has resulted in many of them doubling and tripling their income. And the other three ladies on this panel want me to be the sales expert, but I don't call myself a sales coach. Do all my clients grow in sales? Yes, they do. But if you're going to call me a sales coach, you're going to have to call me a sales coach of a different color because I'm not your average sales coach. And that's me. Carol, there is laugh. nothing average about you at all. So I can agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> Samantha, would you introduce yourself, please? Absolutely. I love, I'm, I'm so excited to be surrounded by all of you. And I think it's so true, Carol, that we don't fit into one box. And that's probably why we became entrepreneurs and we're all speaking on different things. I'm Samantha King. I'm the founder of VampireBuilders.com. We're an online community and training center for women in business. I help my entrepreneurs essentially package their brilliance in the online space. I help them do that through online courses as a former teacher. You know, I, I was teaching for eight plus years and then, you know, I was in corporate and I was in the small business world and here I am still teaching. But what set me on the entrepreneur path is actually an experience with postpartum depression and, you know, coming out of that and realizing that if I was going to do something with my life, you know, I wanted it to be something that I was excited about. Um, I'm like Carol. I have a degree in something completely random. You can, you can kind of see them behind me. One of them I use. That's my Bachelor of Education. I still use that degree. The other one is in Classical Studies. So it's ancient Greece and ancient Rome. At one point, I was paying to learn the dead language of Latin. So I totally <laughs> understand... I totally understand that, you know, we've all taken journeys. And I think that as we start talking about authority and, and, and how, why that's so important, especially now as we're generating leads online, you know, your experience can come from so many different elements and so many different areas and ways that you never know how it's going to show up. And, and I'm excited to, to be on this journey with everyone. Can I jump in? I, I really, really like what you said, and I think it ties into we all kind of know each other's journey a little bit, right? And we're going to be sharing that journey. But one of the things I like is that we're all navigating a successful course in the winds of change. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's to me what makes us the authority gang because we're, we're successfully doing what other people want to do. Yeah. And you don't have to be, you know, people think, well, I'm not, I'm not me. I'm not an authority in my niche. And I think that you are every person in the room has experience and expertise to share it. And, and we can all, learn from them. We just have to listen. And as somebody who's out there saying like, well, I'm not an authority. Yeah, you are. And let's talk a little bit about what that means and how to establish yourself as such for your followers. 
even if it's a hundred followers, you know, a hundred, you know, you guys know the saying a hundred raving fans is better than a hundred thousand lukewarm. Couldn't really care, care yeah. less about you fans. And, and that is so true. I think something that's important to note is you are not the authority in everything, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes we think, especially as women, that we have to be the authority in everything to count. And you don't. And that's, you know, one of the reasons why I was so attracted to these three women uh, in a business sense. uh, (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) We all are very very beautiful. That's right. (laughs) We are. But, you know, I'm a one man woman, been married almost 30 years, and I ain't that other type of woman. I loved the fact that each of us have come from very diverse backgrounds, but our heart is the same. And, and that is to build a business that matters and makes a difference in a specific group of people's lives. See, because what I do is for a specific group of people. It's not for everybody. But if I can make a difference in the lives of entrepreneurs and professionals and coaches, Mm-hmm. And, and help them, then I can say I'm the authority. I'm not the authority in everything. Don't, do not ever ask me to draw. I can barely draw a straight line with the ruler. I am not the authority in any type of drawing. I grew up with a colorblind father. You should see my color sense. It ain't good, right? <laughs> so, you know, like that's not something I'm an authority in. But I can tell you, I have personally written over 150 books and have worked on probably at least close to at least 175 books. I am an authority in book writing. I'm authority in helping people use their book to become the authority. So, you know, we don't have to be the authority in everything, but you do have to be the authority in something. And we think, oh, it's got to be something big and grand. No, it doesn't. You just have to know more than the person that you're trying to work with. Absolutely. I like to say, not only am I the authority in online courses, but I'm also the authority in, well, pick any TV show because I watch a ton of television, (laughs) right? Full of pop culture knowledge, make references to TV all the time. Sometimes those authorities don't peek into every element of my life, you know, the TV, although I do think in in television lines, which is funny, but I totally agree with you, Kim. We just need to, and and we just need to step into that power. And that's why it's so wonderful to have Carol with us who can, who really, that's what she does. She helps people step into that power and become the lioness or lion leader, right? Like to me, that's such powerful imagery. It is. And and I like the fact that, everything that we do with our clients has a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Crystal just told me, uh, this was just a few weeks ago, I helped her with something early one morning. When we were talking a couple of days later, she was telling me the story about how it helped her, how I reframed. I didn't tell you guys, but I'm known as the queen of reframe. Yes. And uh, Crystal was having a difficult time and I reframed it for her. Uh, apparently, she tells me in like less than two minutes and I gave her a little bit of homework to do. And she did the homework and she had to do it. And it helped her tremendously. And lo and behold, her roommate came home with a very similar issue. And so she was able to take that and help her roommate. So I think we all mm-hmm. help and serve more people than we realize because of that ripple effect. And I, I think it's important to note too that Samantha and I, well, I, if you guys don't mind telling your ages, cause I wanna kind of prove a point here. So, you know, we've got two Canadians, two Americans on the team. And I, mm-hmm. I think we're all in different age brackets. So Crystal, you're what, 36? 36, yes. I'm the oldest. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm the same age as Crystal. I'm 36. Okay. I'm 49. I'm 61. I'm 61. So, you know, here's the thing about this. We've got four women here from two different countries. I can pretty well guarantee by looking at us on the video, we've all got different nationalities in us. And yep. we're all in a different age kind of stage of life. And yet here we are working together. And I think that's something else that's, that's important when you're, when you, you know, when you're becoming that authority is to recognize that diversity is not the enemy of authority. It's mm -hmm. actually the friend of authority. Yes. You know, the people you work with, the people you collaborate with, they don't have to be like you. Now, yes, and they're not. Think, and they're not. One of the things about becoming a 40 is uh, defining that target market. I, I truly mm -hmm. believe in that. But I think sometimes we get into our box. The times that I have learned the most has when I've gotten around people who are so different than I am. And I start to listen and I start to learn from them. And I'm like, oh, wow, their perspective. My husband and I will be married 30 years in February. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> thanks. Uh, but That's it has not been easy. We are as opposite as opposite could be. Okay. His brain is so logical, so mechanical. I've never seen anyone who can look at something and instantly know what's wrong with it and fix it, or at least MacGyver it so that it works for a very long time. That's actually his nickname, MacGyver. And, and he's creative in that way. But here I am, you know, I'm this very emotional, creational, relational person. So sometimes our marriage has been pretty rocky because like he, his world's black and white and mine's all color. So it does get interesting at times. But one of the things I've learned to appreciate about him is his unique perspective. So I'll give you an, a very quick example. A few weeks ago, my daughter locked her keys in the car. Now, apparently, you're not supposed to be able to lock the keys in the car. We still haven't quite figured out how she's done that, but she did it. And she had to leave to go somewhere. So my husband's not home. He's not coming home anytime soon. He's on his afternoon shift, whatever. And so Deborah and I are trying to figure out, you know, how do we break into her car? Now, I have seen it done a few times. So her and I got out the coat hanger and yeah. we did manage to kind of get it in and down, but we could not get that door open. So I had to change my whole schedule and drive my daughter around because her purse was in the car. She didn't have her driver's license, so it wasn't like she could take my car. Yeah. Anyway, the next morning, so we tried everything, you know, like we, we were doing everything to try and, you know, lift the hook, lift the, the lock thing. So the next morning, my daughter tells my husband, you know, we had to call CAA. We decided to wait till the next morning. We're not bringing some poor CAA automotive guy out in the middle of the night, right? So he looks and he says, well, why didn't you just, once you got the coat hanger in, shift it over a little bit and just press the unlock button. We've been trying, you know, how you flip the thing up. To, yeah, yeah. Well, it has an unlock We've button. We've all seen it on TV. <laughs> He's like, why didn't you just try, hit the unlock button? And my daughter and I are like, yep. <laughs> we didn't think of that. That perspective was not, it did not come to us. Yeah. And, and so one of the things that I have found amazing about the four of us collaborating together is you cause me to think about things that I never would have. Yes. And, and you help me to see my business from uh, so many wonderful angles 
that are, are just going to help me grow. So really quickly, I want to around the circle and I just want everyone to talk for a minute or two about what is authority to you and how you feel that you're going to be able to, to help people get there. So we'll, we'll go in reverse order this time. Samantha? So I think with authority, it really is, it ties nicely, and that's why it's so great to have uh, Carol here. It ties nicely into leadership. It's being a leader in your industry or in your school of thought, whatever that is. And, and, and that's the first piece of it. And then to me, the second piece of it is getting out there and sharing it, which is where Kim, Crystal, and myself come in, right? Ways to share it and, and ways to really um, let other people know that you have something of value to offer, and we all do, and that you're here and you want to help right? You want to help. I'm going to share what I know. I'm going to help others and I'm going to get out there, which I think is, is, you know, part of, part of being an entrepreneur. But I know that's something that's very key to each and every one of us, which is why I think it's such a nice blend. And Kim, you've heard me say this before. I always say, find the people who service the same ideal client as you and don't do what you do and powerful things will happen. Well, here we all are, right? Yep, exactly. Carol. Exactly. And I'm going to piggyback on that real quickly. Um, I was in a virtual challenge for five days. And one of the things she recommended that we do last Tuesday, and Krista will tell you, I have been on so many calls since then, about 2,000 people signed up for this challenge. Less than 1,000 showed up, but they showed up consistently, right? And we had to be posting videos inside the group. And one of the things she recommended was is to go find somebody, listen to their intro video, hop on the phone with them or a Zoom chat and see if they have your ideal audience. And we're doing, and I'm going to recommend this to our group too, we're doing Facebook live swaps. She said, it's better than paying for Facebook ads. You're in front of someone who has your ideal audience. You got somebody else's butts in the seat. Somebody got the people there. And yet you now both have an opportunity to grow your database and have opportunities for new clients. So that's just kind of some out of the box thinking that I hadn't thought about And I'm going to keep Crystal busy because I'm already booking a ton of these in November. So I'm really excited about it. And that ties into being a leader, right? Every one that I've set up, I initiated the call. So what are you initiating or what are you waiting for? And when you want to tie leadership into business, you also have to look at personal leadership because they go hand in hand. And I tell people that your business is only going to grow as much as you're willing to grow. And often a lot of people, they don't want to look at that, right? They want to blame the economy or the boss or my spouse. And one of the things I help my clients see is as soon as you do that, you've just given up your power. So I'm all about owning your power, owning your space, right? Being unauthentically you. And that ties into what Samantha said. Each one of us is unique. And I'll just kind of sum that up. I'm really looking forward to this whole talk on on leadership and how it translates into business and into authority. But each one of us has been given a fingerprint. In my opinion, God went to extreme measures to make sure that we were so unique, right? We have a fingerprint that nobody else has ever had or will ever have. But that's so that we can all leave a unique handprint on the world. And so that's why I want leaders to step up and play on big stages, as do these other ladies, because otherwise we're not going to leave that unique handprint that we were created to leave. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That's wonderful. Crystal. So what these two ladies shared before is awesome, and I, I completely agree with that. And just to add my perspective as well on what authority is. To me, authority is when you think of like that person in charge or like that caregiver or parent, right? They're the authority in your life. They're the place that you feel safe or you're supposed to feel safe. So when I think of being an authority in my field, I think of a place that I want my clients to feel safe. 
when they mm-hmm. come to me, that they know that they're going to be taken care of, that they know that this problem that they have, that they can just run to me and I'm going to be able to figure it out. Even if I don't know it at that time, it's my responsibility to learn it and then figure it out and give them that, that sense of safety so that you know either they learn as well or that they know that, listen, I feel safe that I can go to this person and that I'm going to get what I need to help solve this problem so I can get my message off. So that's what I think of as being an authority. And, and as you said, Kim, you, you don't have to know everything, right? You're not like certainly this all of a sudden the PhD of whatever field you're in, but that person that know, being that person that knows more where your clients can come and feel safe that they can put what it is they need into your hands and you're going to help them achieve that. Yeah, that was good. Every See, every person brought out a unique perspective. And then, mm-hmm. you know, when you add into that mix, you know, a well-planned out, thought out business where you're taking action. And of course, as a publisher, for me, part of authority, and it's even in the word, is author, mm-hmm. right? So an author doesn't always mean books, though, you know, you know me, I highly recommend you write a book, right? You write that signature book. But here's the thing. When you think of the word author, it's, it's about content. It's about messaging. It's about, you know, how do you use your words, both written and spoken, to create a message that changes lives? Yep. Yep. So I am really excited. So every month we're going to have a theme. And like Carol talked about, we're also going to be doing Facebook Lives on each other's uh, social media. Not only Facebook, but we're going to be connecting in all the different social medias. So my part is going to be uh, this podcast and focusing in on YouTube because the podcast goes out on YouTube as well. Crystal is our LinkedIn specialists. So we're going to be uh, with Crystal on LinkedIn and focusing in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Samantha is our Instagram girl, our lady, woman, whatever I say, girl, but sometimes uh, I say it and then I'm like, yeah, we're not girls anymore. But anyway, Samantha will be focusing in on Instagram and then Carol is going to be on Facebook. So this is going to be an exciting time. And so I want all of you that are listening to go to the show notes and I'm going to have their social media connections there. And I highly recommend that you go and you link with these ladies on their social media. And over the next few months, we're going to be building this. And you are really going to see a collaborative effort where we're going to help you become the authority, grow your business in a way that you see results, but it doesn't steal your entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. I'm, I am so excited. So this has been Crystal Duku, Carol Boston, Samantha King, and myself, Kim Thompson Pinder as the authority gang on the author to authority podcast. Make sure that you connect with each of these ladies on social media. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening to the author to authority podcast. I have a free gift for you. 
I'd like to invite you to download a sample of my newest book, Author to Authority, coming out this year. If you enjoy the podcast, you will enjoy learning how becoming an author can change not only your life, but your business as well. Go to www.authortoauthority.com forward slash free dash sample. So that is www.authortoauthority.com forward slash free sample. Have a great day and stay safe. 